This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, June 8th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Gallant. Here's today's headlines. Cotton asking for new aid. Trump touts critical waterway needs. FDA sued over menu labeling and USDA pressed on sugar. The cotton industry is preparing to ask the Trump administration for another round of payments similar to what they got from the USDA under President Obama. The National Cotton Council and other industry groups are working on a letter to President Trump requesting a repeat of the cotton jetting cost share payments that were provided in 2015. The draft letter obtained by AgriPulse says that the payments would help bridge the gap to the next farm bill. Cotton growers have been trying to get cottonseed made eligible for the price loss coverage, but lawmakers left the request out of the fiscal 17 spending agreement, and Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue says his hands are tied administratively. That means any PLC payments for cotton will have to wait until Congress writes the next farm bill. The letter asked the administration to make the cotton jetting payments available for both the 2016 crop year and on an ongoing basis. The cost-share program will provide policy stability in the absence of a comprehensive policy for cotton in the existing farm bill. Trump touts waterways, ag shipping needs. Speaking on the banks of the Ohio River at Cincinnati yesterday, President Trump promoted his coming infrastructure initiative by emphasizing the need to improve the inland waterways. That represents an important shift from the Obama administration, which had long resisted funding the rebuilding of locks and dams on the upper Mississippi River. Trump said the inland waterways were critical corridors of commerce that depend on a dilapidated system of locks and dams that is more than a half century old and their condition continues to decay. There was no sign, however, that Trump was backing off his plan to rely heavily on private investment to fund his program. Agriculture interest and waterway operators say that's unrealistic because investors would expect shippers to pay tolls that the industry can't afford. Farm interest encouraged. Trump noted that executives of several companies that rely on waterways were in attendance, including Tony Will, CEO of CF Industries and vice chairman of the Fertilizer Institute. Also attending were executives from the Soy Transportation Coalition, Bungie North America, and Land O'Lakes. Mike Steenhoek, executive director of the Soy Coalition, said it was notable that Trump emphasized the critical role that waterways play and linked them to agriculture. The president of the Illinois Corn Growers Association, Justin Durden, said that Trump raised the waterway issue to a position of prominence in our national consciousness. Consumer groups challenge menu labeling delay. The Trump administration is probably going to be in court a lot in its effort to give regulatory relief to business sectors. The latest sign of that is a lawsuit that some consumer groups have filed against the FDA for delaying the Obama administration's menu labeling requirements. The labeling regulations were supposed to take effect last month, but the Trump administration granted a one-year delay. The lawsuit filed on behalf of the Center for Science and the Public Interest and the National Consumers League alleges FDA violated the Administrative Procedures Act by failing to provide a rational explanation for departing from the agency's previous positions on the issue. The groups also say FDA should have provided an opportunity for public comment before announcing the delay. Conway stresses importance of USDA in making sugar deal effective. 
House Agriculture Committee Chair Mike Conaway says it's critical that USDA ensure that the new U.S.-Mexico Sugar Agreement is effective in protecting U.S. farmers and refiners from imports. The agreement will require diligence on the part of the U.S. government, particularly USDA, to ensure the injury to American sugar farmers is remedied and that Mexico is in full compliance with this agreement, Conway said in a statement to AgriPulse. The preliminary deal decreases the amount of refined sugar that Mexico can export to the U.S. That was a key provision for U.S. refiners that benefit from processing raw imports. But the industry still withheld its support for the deal. Sugar growers are unhappy with what they call a loophole that removes restrictions on the type of sugar Mexico exports if the U.S. increases the import quota. Minnesota may restrict nitrogen use. The Minnesota Agriculture Department is seeking public comment on a proposal to regulate nitrogen applications. Under the plan, nitrogen fertilizer application in the fall and on frozen soils would be restricted in vulnerable groundwater areas, which would be identified using soil hydrology and geology information. In addition, farms and areas with high nitrate levels in groundwater would have to take steps to mitigate the problem, including the use of nitrogen fertilizer, best management practices, and alternative practices. Comments on that proposal will be accepted until August 11th. EWG calls for longer-term conservation easements. The Environmental Working Group is calling on Congress to put more emphasis on long-term conservation easements as lawmakers prepare to write the new farm bill. The new report from the EWG says that 10-year contracts allow sensitive land to move too easily in and out of the Conservation Reserve Program. The report says environmental gains from short-term voluntary conservation programs like CRP are fleeting. However, Longer-term contracts are more expensive for taxpayers, and landowners are often reluctant to commit to retiring cropland for more than 10 years. Although permanent and long-term easement programs can play a significant role in providing lasting environmental benefits, they are much less attractive to landowners than their shorter-term alternatives, according to Senator John Thune, a Republican of South Dakota. Thune recently proposed a soil health and income protection program that would allow for three, four, or five-year enrollments at rates lower than paid under the Conservation Reserve Program. Here's today's He Said It. We will build because our people want to build and because we need them to build. We will build because prosperity demands it. And above all, we will build because that is how we make America great again. That President Trump yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, June 8th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.